searching for a window in time. It's ever-shifting, ever-moving. Often you have to make it open for you. Life can present so many obstacles, so many challenges, so much stuff. Find what's essential. Find the melody in the noise. Pursue clear communication above all else. Welcome back to the ravine. Explorations in Atonal Fish. This is episode 10. I'm Brian Brinkman, your humble host, your co-pilot, your comrade in this journey through the hazy and mysterious terrain of fish at their most experimental and their deepest of communicative insights and in their most cosmic of journeys. It's been a while, friends. I've been away, focused on other projects, busy with new perspectives and focused on change. I see clarity ahead. Thank you all for your patience this spring while shifting your dial in search of the ravine. But never losing faith, we'd be back to once again explore the depths of Fish's improvisational excursions once more. May 2021 represents one year since this project was first born in my head. To celebrate and to make up for lost time, The Ravine will be broadcasting three special episodes this month. Keep your dial ever turned on The Ravine to hear episodes 11 and 12 very soon. But for now, first... From July 8th, 1999, in Virginia Beach, Virginia, we heard the monumental take on Fee. The second song in the show, this jam just screams 1999 fish to me. The groove, the prodding bass, Trey's liquid tone, it's it's all there. Should you dance? Should you sway? Should you just chill and listen? Summer 99 Fish gave us the stream to hop in and ride to whatever destination we chose. From there we jumped ahead a baker's dozen years to the halcyon summer of 2012. The tour where Fish fully connected for the first time since returning in spring 2009. It was here where we could definitely say Fish is back. From Cincinnati on the 22nd of June 2012, we heard the haunting take on Twist. One of the darker jams the band had played at the stage in 3.0. To many, it felt as though we'd been transported back to 2.0 for a brief moment. Finally, we turned back in time to Nectars, specifically June 21st, 1988 for a wild segment of Whipping Post. The defining jam vehicle of the 1980s, we are the building blocks towards the variety of styles the band would experiment with throughout the subsequent 32 years of their career. From here we're going to split our time between late 1.0 and late 3.0 fish, exploring both the tension and the momentary bliss that defines the closing chapters of the longest periods of sustained fish to date. Thanks for tuning in. This is The Ravine.
What kind of revolution do you make now? He asked. We are the only true revolutionary party, the boy said. We want to do away with all the old politicians, with all the American imperialism that strangles us, with the tyranny of the army. We want to start clean and give every man a chance. We want to end the slavery of the Guayaros, you know, the peasants, and divide the big sugar estates among the peoples that work there. But we are not communists. Harry looked up from his compass card at him. How you coming on, he said. We just raise money now for the fight, said the boy. To do that, we have to use means that later we would never use. Also, we have to use people we would not employ later. But the end is worth the means. They had to do the same thing in Russia. Stalin was a sort of brigand for many years before the revolution. He's a radical, Harry thought. That's what he is, a radical. I guess you got a good program, he said. If you're out to help the working man, it's on your strike plenty of times in the old days. When we had the cigar factories in Key West, I'd have been glad to do whatever I could if I had known what kind of outfit you guys were. Lots of people would help us, the boy said. But because of the state the movement is at present, we can't trust people. I regret the necessity for the present very much. I hate terrorism. I also feel very badly about the methods for raising the necessary money. But there is no choice. You do not know how bad things are in Cuba. I guess they're pretty bad, Harry said. You can't know how bad they are. There's an absolute murderous tyranny that extends over every little village in the country. These people cannot be together in the same street. Cuba has no foreign enemies and doesn't need any army, but she has an army of 25,000 now, and the army from the corporals up suck the blood of the nation. Everyone, even the private soldiers, are out to make their fortunes. Now they have a military reserve with every kind of crook, bully, and informant of the old days of Machado in it. And they take anything the army does not bother with. We have to get rid of the army before anything can start. Before we were ruled by clubs, now we are ruled by rifles, pistols, machine guns, and bayonets. It sounds bad, Harry said, steering and letting her go of the eastward. You cannot realize how bad it is, the boy said. I love my poor country, and I would do anything for it to free it from this tyranny we have now. I do things that I hate, but I would do things I hate a thousand times more. To have and have not. Ernest Hemingway. Page 166 to 168. Straddle in time. Between the worlds of the known and that of the unknown. Revolutionary and seismic change needs to happen every so often to keep the ship afloat. You're hearing those moments within fish as we linger at the edges of their 1.0 and 3.0 periods. A band resting on laurels while also pushing forward into the unknown, embracing risks, seeking the lessons of failure, and finding something new in the gray. These are the periods that needed a reset, but the band was still capable of finding themselves within. 
From September 12th, 1999, we heard Ghost from the Portland Meadows outside of Portland, Oregon. A jam which just sounds like fall in the Willamette Valley. The haunting groove and spacious noise would follow the band into the plains of Idaho for a stunning take on ACDC Bag just two nights later. Leaping forward some 20 years, it was Piper from September 1st, 2019 at Dick's Boating Goods Park in Commerce City, Colorado, which served as our closing chapter to 3.0 for this segment. The last fish I saw pre-pandemic, the slow build and the sonic wall of sound that this Piper presented gave me my last deep memory from a fish show. A subdued take on the jam, the song emerged in a traditional slow build before embracing the sculpts of sound each member took throughout the jam. For our last segment of the night, we're going to return to the end of 1.0 here with the hypnotic take on Tube from September 15th, 2000 at Hershey Park, Pennsylvania. A rare second jam tube. This jam feels like a band in need of a break, but hanging on whatever they could find. Oftentimes, especially during this era, Brilliance was just a few bars away. Finally, we heard Karini from July 16, 2017 at Northerly Island in Chicago, Illinois. On the weekend before the Baker's Dozen, we hear Fish channel the blissful jams and timely peaks, which will define the 13-night run. An inspired and full band jam on Karini showcased how inspired they were by the notion of owning MSG during midsummer. The joy the band feels here is that of a band that has no idea they won't be able to play in the upcoming year, but instead is savoring every minute they have to dedicate to playing. I want to thank you once again for keeping your dial set on the ravine. This was episode 10. My name is Brian Brinkman, and I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Keep the faith. We're almost there. Till next time.